Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of JM Rewind. JM Rewind gives us an opportunity to check out recent guests who appeared on JM in the AM. Mark Zamek, our music director, was with me last week to discuss Erev Shabbos selections, thanks to NCSY's uh, contest about best Shabbos song ever. Uh, Mark Zamek, a recent guest on JM in the AM. Here he is on JM Rewind on the Nahum Siegel Network. Quarter after 8 o'clock, Wednesday morning, JM in the AM. Well, I promised you that we would speak with Mark Zamek about the vote. But uh, the vote is not the vote for Trump versus Biden. The vote is about something much more important, <laughs> he said tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> Mark Zamek, brilliant music director of the Nahum Siegel Network. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Oh, there you go. Mark Zamek, welcome back to JM in the AM. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, thanks. I heard you a little bit in the background, but yeah. You would think you would, you would think after 37 <laughs> years I'd know which buttons to push, huh? Exactly. No worries. I'm cre- uh, I'm crediting it to exhaustion after uh, election night fever. I have to tell you, four years ago, I said Hillary Clinton's going to win. I'm going to bed at nine o'clock, and I went to bed at nine o'clock, and I woke up at like two o'clock in the morning. Flipped on CNN, and that was the last of my sleep that night. I stayed up and watched the rest. <laughs> This year, I said, Biden's going going to win. I'm going to sleep at 9 o'clock. And I went to sleep at 9 o'clock. I checked a couple times in the middle of the night, and there was no rush to uh, sit and watch uh, everybody grouse over. So we're we're a 10-point lead in the polls uh, nationally, and a 5-point lead in the polls in Florida disappeared to you so quickly. Unbelievable. The whole thing is unbelievable. Anyway, I did— By the way, they don't know how to count votes. There's your segue. We know how to count votes. <laughs> That's true, by the way. <laughs> we do not count votes, and thank God in this case we're not responsible for it. I think the people, <laughs> the people at NCSY are. But anyway, uh, the vote we're talking about has nothing to do with Trump versus Biden. The vote that we're talking about may actually keep you up late at night even more than Trump versus Biden, because how on earth, when you're asked to vote for your one favorite Shabbos song, can you possibly come up with only one, go to ncsy.org slash song vote, ncsy.org slash song vote, ncsy.org slash song vote, and vote now for your favorite one Shabbos song. Uh, in partnership with NCSY, Jam Nam with Nahum Siegel, we're presenting this vote and this countdown for the number one Shabbos song of all time. This is something that we've undertaken in the past, you may recall. Uh, under the leadership of Mark Zomick. And what they've done here is they've actually provided a list of potential nominees. They, of course, don't have the winner up here uh, because, in my opinion, there's only one winner to what the best Shabbos song of all time is, and it's not on this list. And by the way, I actually told the people at NCSY to be in consultation with Mark Zomick about this. I could blame him. I actually have him on now. He's on right now. I could yell at him uh, in front of everybody. Uh, by, by the way, our countdown was also at this time of the year. Oh, was it? Thanksgiving. Oh, that's right. Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, how on earth can you be consulted and the number one obvious best Shabbos song of all time is not on their nominee list? How is that humanly possible? Explain it to me. Um, well, <laughs> it, uh, look, uh, when, when, when Ari Green asked me to give him my, uh, some of my favorite selections, I, I said, when I gave him the list, I go, this list could be completely different next week. Yeah, um, tomorrow would be different. And the, and the bigger question is how you even define a Shabbos song. Let me, let me, you know what, before you even go into this, 
Let me tell you what the nominees are, according to NCSY slash Mark Zomick, because he did have a lot of influence, folks, and I need to be angry at somebody for not including my favorite Shabbos song. And by the way, it's not it's time to say good Shabbos. Everyone's probably thinking, how could it be that it's not it's time to say good Shabbos? Here's what they have. They have Shalom Aleichem from Abish Brot and Regesh. It's a good one. Baruch Kelo, Yon from the Zemiros All-Star album. Ka Echso from Magevet. Ka Echso's a big one. Kal Mikade Shvi. Uh, from Shalhevet, Aishas Chayel by Mayor Davis. I believe that's the traditional Aishas Chayel. Mordechai Sobel's Mim Komcha. Menucha from uh, Yerachmiel Begun in the Miami Boys Choir. Menucha Vesimcha, that is a classic. It's time to say good Shabbos. There it is. That signals the end of the week for us at JMDM with Journeys. Minion Man, a great Shabbos song, assuming it would meet Mark Zomik's requirement for a Shabbos song. We'll ask him in a minute. Ms. Marla David, done by Yitzchak Perlman and Kent Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott. Yismachu from Shlomo Katz. That's a great one. Just one Shabbos, of course. I think that may have won last time we did it. I'll ask Mark in a moment. Yom Shakulo Shabbos from Sherwood Goffin. Tov Lahodos from Avrami Flam. Rachem from Mordechai Ben David. You did Nefesh, one of the classics from Zemiros. Ain't Gonna Work on Saturday. Suki and Ding and company with that great classic. Um, the Shabbos. For many, many people in this audience, the first Shabbos song they ever... Uh, they ever learned, frankly. One Peaceful Friday Night from Jep and Yom Zemachubad, the classic from Mayor Davis. So start with those two, uh, Mark. Number one, it's time to say good Shabbos. Does that qualify in your opinion as a Shabbos song? And also, what was the other one I asked? Uh, uh, yeah, was that the one, uh, Just One Shabbos, was that the one that won our last time around? So I would say my recollection has just popped into my head. We did not do a wide survey for our Shabbos songs. It was the staff favorite ah, Shabbos song. Got it. There's a little loophole there. Got it. Um, it might have won, um, I, it, but maybe because it got two votes, right? Because right. it was a very small group of... Uh, it seems to be the obvious, easy choice, but I'm not sure anybody would really pick it if you're really going to define a Shabbos song. Well, is Journey's they, it's Time to Say Good Shabbos a Shabbos song, or do you have very, very strict guidelines? No, I would say to, to many, and certainly to you, Journey's is a Shabbos song. Right. Right, because I would define, I was thinking about this, obviously, since we talked yesterday, I think I would define a Shabbos song in this case, again, not in our music rotation on Friday or not on the Arab Shabbos show, which is maybe a broader definition. In this case, I would define a Shabbos song as a song that makes you think or feel about Shabbos, and maybe even more important, feel about Shabbos. So for you, right, because you just, for the reason you just mentioned, it's time to say the Shabbos may be the ultimate Shabbos song, because right. it's essentially, okay, my it's, public work is done for the week, and right. now I'm getting ready for Shabbos. Right. Um, so, I, I, you know, I, I think that that's where, and certainly my suggestions to them so now, were pretty much along those so lines. So how do they consult with you, and the best Shabbos song of all time is not on the list? How's that possible? So they consulted with me by asking my opinion on to give them a number of songs. By the, way, fo- Arbit- by the way, folks, at some point, Mark is going to ask me what song I have in mind. I'm just letting you know. Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think that the way, you know, I, I was consulted by give them a list of suggestions. Right. Essentially, what are my favorite job songs? Right. And not to arbitrate to say, well, given this list, right, Right. What? how would you then choose what the, you know, again, if I'm going to broadly define I'm sorry, if I'm going to narrowly define Shabbos songs the way I did, right. obviously you have a personal choice. And then obviously what's the collective communal choice? Because in that case, maybe Shalom Aleichem, Eishas Chayel, Komikadosh Shvi'i, 
is sort of in that genre because they make you feel and it evokes the emotion of Shabbos. Yeah, and it's a, and it's part of the Shabbos liturgy. That's another thing. Right, exactly. You know, a chadodi or something like that where, okay, mm. you know what? Now it's Shabbos. Now you're making it even more difficult. We haven't even discussed the, the, the actual favorite that should be there, and you're making this so much more difficult now. I know. Well, it's, it's you know, it's a personal choice, and... You know, like I say when I write articles in the newspaper, these are my these are my opinions, and you should agree with me. <laughs> so, NCSY, and again, people should go to ncsy.org slash songvote, because this is only for like a next day or two. Sometime tomorrow night, I'm supposed to be doing something to help them announce the winner of this uh, incredible contest. It's part of the NCSY uh, One Shabbos Inspiration for a Lifetime event. They're trying to recreate as best as possible the Shabbaton online. Obviously, that's um, impossible during the 25 hours of Shabbos, but because there have been no NCSY Shabbatons, which is a very, very big uh, detriment uh, due to coronavirus, they're trying to, you know, give everybody the, uh, uh, you know, give everybody at least the feeling of the togetherness of the NCSY Shabbaton, and obviously music, songs is a very important part of that. Uh, you heard all the nominees. Of these, by the way, there are like 20 songs I just mentioned. Of these, did you agree with all of them, or were you were you skeptical of some of those choices? Um... Skeptical is a strong word. Uh, you would not you, know, have, think, you would not have included some of them in the list of, of potentials. I mean, again, it wasn't in my list, but there. Are, I think that they might have only there only might have been three or four of them from my list. Right. Oh, really? That, That's that, it? it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting. The nerve. And, you know, and it's also interesting. I just, it sort of popped into my head this week is that one peaceful Friday night, which was one of the songs right. on my list. Right. Um, is really gets could get three votes for the same song, and they're all Shabbos songs because it's one peaceful Friday night, which is a, obviously a Shabbos song. Right. In the middle of that, they sing the I don't know the what you were the Nigrin that we sing with Edith Nefesh on Friday night, right. so that gets two votes, and also the tune of one peaceful Friday night is Mikolas Mayim Robin from right. Shlomo Kava. Right. So it gets like sort of three votes for. Uh, for a Shabbos song. Oh, you're starting to influence the election a little bit. Uh, you know, didn't we learn yesterday you're not supposed to do that? It depends who you are. I, I, I think if there was a rule about not influencing the election, we'd have a very different election, a very different media, and certainly different social media, but don't even get me started. So now it might be time for you to ask, hey, Nahum, uh, you're going crazy that the best Shabbos song, in your opinion, is not on this list. What on earth is the best Shabbos song? You might want to um, ask so me that. Wait, I, I want to try to think if I were not going to see Oh, go ahead. This would really... I don't know if you'll yeah. get it. I don't know if you may get it. I'm not sure. Also, you have to remember the context. You mentioned, Right, that's the problem. Yeah, you mentioned, you mentioned. You remember tomorrow it could be different. But today, today, I might be thinking of this specific song to be the number one Shabbos song of all time. Remember, you said earlier that our countdown was around Thanksgiving time. My right. my thinking right now is on Wednesday, November the fourth, the seventeenth of Mar Cheshvan. That could have a uh, potential influence to my chagrin that it wasn't included in the list on the NCSY dot org slash song vote uh, website. I don't know. Care to guess? I'm just a, care to guess. Care to guess? Were you listening at all to yesterday's Jam and Um, what's today? Today is Wednesday. I don't think. No, yesterday I was not listening to Jam. That's rare for you. Usually, tune in at least for a little bit. That's a rare. At least for a little bit. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. It was a weird morning yesterday. Wow. Um, man, I just. Here, maybe I could play it. You ready? Yeah. 
Which computer am I on here? <laughs> I, right. Election day has erased my ability to press the right buttons yeah. for some reason. Okay, here we go. So many choices. Yeah, a lot of choices. Yeah, that's right. We have a lot of computers the here. World is oh, Mark Zomick is is slapping himself on the forehead that he didn't come up with this one. Mark Zomick is ready to send a, a mass email to NCSY. How dare you not include this one in the big list? Mark Zomick, to do Chuba for all this, is probably going to include this song in the Arab Shabbos show tomorrow night. We need a full investigation as to who was responsible for the final list of songs on the NCSY vote page. We need a full investigation, everybody. <laughs> Send them to me. Let them edu- let me educate them as to the best Arab Shabbos selection. Are you slapping yourself on the forehead? No, I, obviously that was skewed by the fact that his yard site was yesterday. <laughs> or because I think that even given, I don't know, a three-week break from the yard site either before or after, you might have even gone with a half a dozen other Kalbach songs Ooh, before that one. Nice. By the way, I don't even think there is a Kalbach song on this list. Am I wrong? Like his curry bone is not on here. Explain right, that. Right, but some of his tunes might be, right? Right, that's true. I just mentioned One Piece of right. Friday Night. I mean, how on earth is it possible that there's not one shot, Bowie Vashalom? How could that be, that Bowie Vashalom from Shlomo Kalbach is not on this list? Um, right. And again, I think that these, like, certainly my list was so, such a personal list. Like, I have Limbic Dashech Tuv on my list because I remember singing at my grandfather's show at the table. Right. I hear that. Right. So, uh, you know, that's where uh, I think it becomes a very personal list. Uh, I, I, there are definitely songs on that list that I would not. I know Minion Man is technically a Shabbos song, and it's a great classic song, but I don't know that Minion Man falls into that well, category of Shabbos songs. The only thing I would say about that is because this is under the banner of NCSY, um, okay. for a lot of kids, it's the first Shabbos song they learn. Okay, okay. I hear that. Um, I, although I would think that NCSY probably should check their venture. They're famous in she- to make sure all the Shabbos songs on their list are at least showing up in the venture. Yeah, that's right. Minion so, Man's not in there. Definitely not in there. At least so, I think so. Um, it is. But, and by the way, that whole, you know, we think about, and it, and it just obviously occurred to me when you said it, that whole, you know, what effect does this whole Matzav have on us? And to think that there are a year, seriously, a year of high school kids, right, in that formative year, that would have gone to a Shabbaton and maybe would have made a choice later on through that process to become Shomer Shabbos or go to Israel or whatever it is. There's a year of kids we might have lost. I mean, think about what that what, what effect it has in the long-term community. That's crazy. I, I, I think a lot about this. I think about all the birthright trips that had to be canceled. I think about all the summer programs, including NCSY, that were canceled. And what you just said, that there's no Shabbaton and no regular face-to-face interaction between NCSY advisors and the kids in our communities, as you just described, it, I believe it's devastating, absolutely devastating. And I, I hope, I hope, I don't know if it takes vaccine or maybe now that November 3rd is passed, whatever it takes to get back to that, 
I hope it happens really quickly because, yes. Well, no, November 1st is technically passed, but November 1st isn't really passed. Right. I mean, there's no ele- election. is not done. Right. Election day is not over, but hopefully when it is, who right. knows, maybe things will accelerate a bit. Uh, now, what's the policy? Are you voting in this, or are you, like I, are saying, you know what, it would be wrong for me to cast a ballot in the NCSY Best Job is Song contest? I, I, I would say that in this case, you and I are superdelegates because Ooh. we voted before, mm. and our selections drove the— uh, Right? Is, is there, there, there's no write-in vote on that yet. Yes. Twenty songs. What are you oh, talking about? I'm, if I vote, I'm going to write in that Kalbach selection. Oh, I, just, I just don't. Okay. I just don't think yeah. I should vote. It says on the bottom. It says other. I just don't other, know if I should yeah. vote or not. Like I'm trying to think. Is it wrong for us to vote in this? Right. Probably I'm, is. I would think that we're super super delegates in this case. I mean, come on. We're way I too mean, we're way too important to vote in this. Come on. <laughs> well, I, I also don't know who's counting the votes to be able to rely. You know. Uh, I know Ari Green and I have different, uh, sometimes different tastes in uh, in music. So uh, if he's going to, oh, that's a Zomic vote, I'm throwing that away. So. I'm no, just kidding. I'm just maybe kidding. you'll have to vote just to counteract those who are uh, who are not thinking along the same lines you are when it comes to this contest. I don't know what to say anymore. Anyway, tomorrow night it seems we're doing something with NCSY to announce all this. So pay attention tomorrow morning, everybody. We'll have uh, hopefully the latest details on that. And Mark is going to join me again. Uh, during our live lunch tomorrow, we're also going to include, I'm hoping this is going to work, we're going to include a millennial in tomorrow's live lunch, Mark, <laughs> to see to see if it's people right, to see if people like me and you have anything in common Shabbos song-wise with someone who's in their early 20s. So we're going to... Well, again, it comes back to the fact that if it's a Zemmer that you sang at your father's table and a Zemmer that your kids sang at your table, then, then there might be a lot of overlap. Right. Well, I can tell you, in my family's case, likely not. But yeah, I, I, get, I get criticized on a weekly basis when I pull out the old tunes. So. I don't know. I think I think my kids might vote for a column of Kaddish. Okay, you know, it. like that. You know, why not? I hear it. All right, so we're going to do that tomorrow during the live lunch. I'll hopefully have some type of update tomorrow morning. Maybe I'll get more today from our friends at NCSY. Will we have the early vote? Will the early vote be in? Oh, good point. Good point. Will the uh, pre-Thursday vote be uh be available to us. I don't know. Are we ca- are we ca- are we counting the absentee ballots like New Jersey before election day, or you know, are we going to wait till everybody? You know, this is now getting so complicated. I'm have to put you in charge of this as well. With all the things I put you in charge of, now I think this is <laughs> this is on your plate as well. I apologize, but I have no choice. Uh, okay. <laughs> L- luckily, I live about you know 200 feet from Ari Green, so I could just go through a rock to his window. What are you preparing for tomorrow night at 7 p.m.? Um, some interesting Parsha songs this week. It's Vieira. Vieira, a couple, actually a couple of the passable songs I would say from Six Thirteen Dart Avenue might slip in. Um, the uh, uh, and you can play the interesting one from Safam Encore, a, a song for Lot. Wow! Like w- when does Lot ever get his own song? Are there Arca- um, are there Arcada songs? Yes, several, several Arcada songs. You can find them in Sugar Sink. Wow! Um, if you could figure out how to spell Arcada. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, when we talk to those guys from Dartmouth, that's going to be at the top of my list. Oh my gosh, I um, forgot we got to do that conversation. And yes, that, that, that is topic number one. That is topic number one. Um, and um, so that they're definitely okay. The songs, a song for Lothar was one. Oh yeah, just uh, the there's a great song um, from Yossi Green from the eighth note called Lama. That why is Yerushalayim called Yerushalayim? And it's because um, Malki Tzedek Melech Shalem and, and basically Abraham and 
and and and same name the the city. So that's a good. I consider that a Parsha song. Very cool. Very cool. Hey, I want to wish I, I want to wish my niece and nephew a Mazel Tov. Uh, Dina and Rabbi Benjamin Chayfetz had a brand new baby boy last night. Mazel Tov. What about Mazel Tov to the Rothbachs and the Hochbaum? Yes, I heard that. Another too. rabbinic marriage over uh, there. I don't know. We're getting more and more school principals in this family somehow. I'm I mean, not sure. You're, you're going to be related to every Jewish leader soon in the community. <laughs> uh, I don't know how that's working out, but Mazel Tov to Paris and Lisa, who we know forever. Yep. Uh, Paris since, since Corina days. Correct. And and actually, Lisa grew up to, next door to my grandmother, Ali Shalom. And, of course, we know the Rothbachs forever, so uh, Mazel Tov to them on the engagement of their children, Akiva and Shani. And, and to make it even more JMNAM-centric, we should wish Mazel Tov to the Udins. Yes, the Udins, and, and it was great to see Ari Green and, and Jonathan Rimberg playing at the, uh, at the little uh, outdoor uh, Lahaim that they had the other day. I actually saw them play together uh, a couple months ago for my father-in-law's birthday in June. My wife got Jonathan Rimberg and... Uh, Ari Green and Mark Infield to m- do a marching band outside my father-in-law's house. Wow! To, well, my father-in-law used to run the marching band in Fairlawn for the public school system. <laughs> he used to be like the marching band leader. So my wife got the, a marching band to uh, play happy, and they and they all know my father-in-law from growing up in Fairlawn. So it was nice that they came with the big drums and the trumpets and everything to play for his birthday. Very so. cool. Very very yeah. cool. All right, everybody who wants to participate with us, uh, remember, we're getting together during the live lunch again tomorrow to discuss this, and there ain't no better discussion than discussing Shabbos songs. NCSY.org slash song vote. Vote early, vote often, although I think they think I think they said that only one you know, per computer or whatever. NCSY.org slash song vote. Participate right in the vote. Obviously, you want to write in my favorite if you wish. You want to write in if you wish. Um, uh, so check it out, and you'll find that at that website, ncsy.org slash songvote. Tadaraba, Mr. Zamek. The official soundtrack of Arab Shabbos, the Nachum Siegel Network. You could say that again. I mean, once 7 p.m. you know, kicks in tomorrow night, I mean, I don't know what we're doing with NCSY. I have no idea if it's on our network or not. I really should find out. But once, uh, once the – I'm assuming it's not and that it's on their website. But once uh, that 7 p.m. slot kicks off, I mean, my gosh, you dominate. Uh, we're talking about a show that's on at 7 p.m. It's uh, encore at 3 a.m., then again at 10 a.m. Erev Shabbos Music Mix, all brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. goes all day long. And then Mark Zamek has added, Mark Zamek has added the final hour of the week, which I'm assuming this week is what, about 3.20? About 3.20 this week, I guess? Um, yeah, I guess so. Is that, pretty soon, the, 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 the final version of the airing of the Erev Shabbos show and the final hour are going to be back-to-back. I yeah, think, the, uh, way, the way things are going, <laughs> right. Because, uh, so 3.20 tomorrow, the final hour, brought to you by the wonderful people like Kedem. It is the soundtrack for Erev Shabbos and the best way to start Shabbos. Uh, it's with us here at the Nahum Siegel. One of, one of the questions you might want to ask your uh, designated millennial tomorrow yeah. is, when you say on Friday, you don't have to touch that dial, <laughs> what are you talking about? That's funny. I never even thought of that. But there is no reason to touch the dial once we hit Thursday morning. Or, or ever, so uh, yeah, it's there I, all the time. I agree with that, but there's no excuse once Thursday morning hits. Right. Zoomer, somebody suggested, and I, I didn't even realize we weren't doing this, but maybe if I mention it to you on the air, I'll actually remember to mention it to you, because every time I speak to you off the air, I forget. Um, there are people who really want the um, final hour archived as a separate show. because they. <sighs> and I said, what, you want to listen to it like you know Monday? They said, yeah, I want to listen to it on right. Monday. 
So, I don't know, something to consider. I guess we've got to speak to Avrami and just make that happen. Yeah, there's, there's no reason not to. Well, you just have to remember every time he sets the launch to set the recording, right. I guess. But right. there's no reason not to. I mean, the playlist is there. You know, we've always, we, we've never really published a playlist only because it's a little bit of an extra pain. So, uh, you know, but right. uh, people ask for that, too. Give me the playlist you played for the Arab Shabbos show. My gosh. But I hear. My gosh, what we're providing for the world Jewish community is amazing. It really is. It's, it's an incredible, and, and there's not even anyone who can touch it. I mean, nobody thinks about these things. Now, there are certainly, believe it or not, other places people can listen to Jewish music, but nothing like, oh my God, why are they playing this song? On, right. uh, it's not a Shabbos song. Oh my God, it's in the Haftorah. Like, yeah, we are, we are so, oh, last week's Haftorah, by the way, whoo, chock full of songs. Well, the week before, even more. Right. Well, Noah was, you know, because Noah is the combination, I even mentioned this on the show, because right, we talked about it since over the summer, it's a combination of like Re'eh and Kiseitze right. of those, you know, those two haftorahs. So one of my, two of my favorite, the Shetzef and uh, Shimu Utchina uh, Shachem are in that haftorah. Well, we're doing, uh, we're we're providing something that's simply amazing and uh, way ahead of everybody else, and you're one of the reasons for it, Mark. I thank you, and we'll speak tomorrow, please God, during the live lunch. Thank you. I will speak to you then. Bye. NCSY.org/songvote. They want your favorite Shabbos song. That's what they want. NCSY.org slash songvote. Check it out and vote. Vote early and often, or as many times as they let you. <laughs> that was my conversation with Mark Zomik. Thank you, NCSY. Next up, Rabbi Heshi Billet. He was on the air to discuss the importance of supporting Yeshivat Shavei Chevron. They have their big charity campaign starting this Wednesday, charity.com slash Shavei Chevron. On Thursday night, I host their grand finale with plenty of programming from Marat HaMachbelah and the holy city of Chevron on Erev Shabbat Chayei Sarah. Rabbi Heshi Billet, recent guest of ours on JM Rewind, here at the Nahum Siegel Network. JM in the AM, thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser. A, um... We've had uh, Rabbi Heshi Billet on these airwaves uh, countless times for many amazing causes. I think the most recent time we spoke to Rabbi Billet was actually in advance of the uh, Mizrahi OIC vote, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, next week, uh, and we're going to be involved next Thursday night um, in the uh, in the finale. Next week, there's a big charity campaign, C H A R I D Y campaign, coming up for Yeshivat Shavei Chevron. Uh, Mamish on era it'll end on Erev uh, Shabbos. Parshas Chayi Sarah, appropriately enough. Uh, that's when we're going to be doing the uh, big Thursday night finale. Uh, it'll begin the entire campaign on Wednesday. We'll obviously keep you up to date. We're going to encourage everybody to support the yeshiva and to give as generously as possible. And Rabbi Billet has uh, been familiar with the yeshiva and its work in Hebron. Of course, the importance of supporting an important institution in the holy city of Hebron for many, many years. And he joins us live via telephone on this Thursday morning broadcast. Rabbi Heshi Billet, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. It's great to, it's great to have you back. Uh, my my old uh, Talmud, Nachum Siegel, who was already taller than me when he was in high school. <laughs> he, towered, he towered over me then, and he towers over me now. Quite and a... he also, Nachum Siegel also, there's one other great thing about Nachum Siegel. He's a very wise man. He has two mechutanim from Woodmere. He knows where to pick the mechutanim. Wow. After he looks at the community. He looks at the tax return, and then he picks the mechutan. That's the way we operate. <laughs> okay, we'll take that with a grain of salt, all right, Billet, but I appreciate what I think was a compliment. Certainly a compliment for your, for your beloved community in Woodmere, New York. Uh, what can you tell us 
about Yeshivat Shavei Hebron. What can you tell us about such an important institution in the holy city of Hebron? Okay, I know Yeshiva Shavei Hebron almost from the get-go. Uh, I remember Rav Bleicher. I remember Rav Bleicher when he was the Rosh Yeshiva there, and I know Rav Etrog, who is currently the Rosh Yeshiva there. Uh, there are a couple of things that have always impressed me about Yeshivat Shavei Hebron. I mean, you should know that Yeshivat Shavei Hebron has a student body of 350 kids, and there are uh, 450 students who learn in other institutions in the Shavei Hebron network, including a midrashah for women at elementary schools, high schools, and machina. It's an incredible place. But one of the things when you when you when you when you've learned in yeshiva and Baruch Hashem, I was blessed uh, that when I learned in YU that uh, my rebbe, rebbe my rebbe for my first two years there was Rav Lichtenstein, and then I had the Rav for six years, and I learned in the kol of Rav Shechter. And you know, you get to know what a kol Torah is, what the sound of Torah study is. You, you know, you can tell the difference between walking into a base medrash where they're just goofing off and sitting around the table and really learning. And Yeshivat Choshavei Hebron, one of the things that impressed me immediately was the incredible Kol Torah in the Yeshiva. The boys are really, really learning in the Yeshiva. Uh, and uh, that's one thing. The Rosh Yeshiva are, you know, people will say, oh, Hebron, a bunch of fanatics, crazy people, right-wing Meshugayim. Shavei Hebron are the most open-minded kids in the world. They are taught by their Rosh Yeshiva, both Rav Leicher and Rav Etrog taught them to be kind to all Jews, to be open-minded, to listen to Jews who are not observant, and to, and to, and to talk with them with respect and to dialogue with them in a, in a wonderful and constructive way. And they do that, that to be respectful of Arabs, to, to treat Arabs as human beings. That, that's Shavei Hebron. It, it, that's an incredible place. Um, just to understand that. Um, their, 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 their graduates and their families have uh, helped in the development of the Yishuvim around, uh, around uh, um, uh, Hebron, from Kiryat Arba all the way to Har Hebron, Male Hever, all the other Yishuvim. Their graduates live there, and they make major contributions to that community. They make a major contribution to the Jewish community in Hebron. It's a small community. They more than double the size of the community in Hebron. They work with the community of Hebron. They are an incredible, important presence. And we also believe that wherever you have a Jewish community, you have to have Torah there. You have to have Torah in the middle of, uh, of the, what is a, community, a Jewish community without Torah? This is the Torah presence in, in, in Hebron. Rabbi Hashi Billet is with us live via telephone. We're talking about Yeshivat Shavei Hebron. Uh, their big fundraising effort is coming up next week. We're part of it. It's going to be a big finale that we're going to be hosting starting on Thursday night. But on Wednesday of next week, and we'll remind you as we get closer, their big charity campaign will begin. Rabbi Billet, the, uh, what people may not realize, because sometimes the name Hebron is used uh, uh, it, it, for, you know, simply to talk about a, uh, uh, an institution that was founded in Hebron but may not be there at the moment, what many people may not realize is that this yeshiva, Shavei Hebron, is literally in the heart of Hebron. You talk about enhancing the Jewish community of Hebron. In addition to that, I'd have to say it enhances the security, it enhances the presence, it helps the community grow. Uh, many people may not realize that hundreds of students from all over Israel are coming to a building, to a place that's literally in the heart of the city of Hebron. And I know that you feel it's very important. Absolutely. I mean, and you know, and it, what you say is that kids come from all over Israel. This is not just kids who are, quote-unquote, children of settlers. Um, there are kids from Ranana, there are kids from Jerusalem, there are kids from all over the country who come to learn in this yeshiva. 
Um, and and it is, I, I went to the dedication of the new base medrash from 20 years ago, dedicated by Mr. Renner. And I remember, you know, the, the, the tremendous ruach that was there, the dancing. And I remember Mordechai Eliyahu, was, it was on Cholomoe, the Sukkot of Pesach, I think Sukkot. Mordechai Eliyahu, who was then the chief rabbi of Israel, came. And, and, and his, his, his grandson was wearing army uniform. They were dancing together. The, the, the chief rabbi of Israel and his grandson, who ser- was serving in the IDF, were dancing together at that event. And that's an important thing to know. That in Yeshivat Shavei Hebron, Dovi Weiss, the previous uh, executive director, was David Barchain, wonderful guy. And Dovi uh, succeeded David Barchain. Dovi Weiss, the executive director of Yeshivat Shavei Hebron, is also a graduate of Yeshiva, and he is a major in the, in the IDF. And he serves uh, uh, as the officer of operations in the Yehudan Shamron Division and with, in, in, the, in the reserves, in the Miluim. And all of the yeshiva students in Shavei Chavon, it's, it's the yeshiva gadola, so it's not Hezder. They don't do part-time army, part-time yeshiva. It's full-time yeshiva, and then it's full-time army. All of the students serve in the army in significant areas of the RDF. Many of them serve in elite units, and about 60% of them are officers, and they do officers and commanders course, and they also go, they do their reserve responsibility. The, uh, you, uh, Nachum, you mentioned uh, Shabbat Chayei Sarah. Unfortunately, this year, because of the coronavirus, uh, so Chayei Sarah, which is the, the big deal in, 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 in Hebron, the yeshiva has its own program within the greater context of Hebron. And I attended the, the Shabbat Chayei Sarah at the yeshiva. The hachnosat orchim, the uh, the the rece- receiving the guests, fine accommodation, wonderful food, wonderful ruach, wonderful davening, wonderful spirit. That is uh, the spirit of of yeshivat shavei chavron, uh, and it's uh, and I can tell you that uh, it, it's important to make this point. I remember in the the afternoon, one of the afternoons where I was there on Shabbat, I took a walk in the Kasba. You know, it's like the shuk where the Arabs are, and I saw some people, some fanatical Jews abusing the Arabs uh, verbally, uh, just mistreating them. And I, I was really turned off. It was horrible. This would never happen with a student of Yeshiva Shobei Hebron. They treat their non-Jewish neighbors with respect. It's an important thing to teach Jewish kids. We are not, the Arabs are not our enemies. They are our brothers if they behave like brothers. If, they're not, if they don't behave like brothers, so then we have to protect ourselves and defend ourselves. But you have to treat all human beings with respect. And it is very important to they, – they can't have the Shabbat there because of the coronavirus. It's so important to support the yeshiva. Uh, it has, like all, many Jewish institutions, has been uh, adversely affected by the coronavirus. Um, every, every institution that I'm involved in in Israel has had a, a dramatic drop in support. You know, people, people who support the yeshiva are hurting uh, financially. Many of them, they can't support at the level that they used to. It's so important to be involved in the charity with a D event, as you pointed out, uh, next week. Uh, The campaign is uh, next Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, It's uh, right before Shabbat uh, Chayetzara. I know that there's going to be a live broadcast uh, from the Beis Medrash and from the Marat HaMachtelah that will give people an opportunity to um, have a taste of what Shabbat Chayetzara is. Uh, It's important to join that also just to get the feeling, to get the fervor, uh, and to understand the importance of Hebron, and which is which is really in the heart of the land of Israel, and the yeshiva is like the aorta 
it, 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 it gives the strength to Hebron, and it's in the heart of Hebron. And so these are, this is really a very, very important institution for any Jew. And it doesn't matter what your ideology is. That's what I'm, I'm trying. I want to make the point. This is not a matter of right and left. The people on the left who know the Yeshiva Shavek Hebron and have encountered them will tell you this is a wonderful place. All Yeshivas should be like this. They teach open-mindedness. They teach people how to talk to each other. It's a great, great institution, very important for Medina Yisrael, and frankly, very important for some people who are a little bit too uh, extreme on the right, uh, who, uh, and some of them live in Judea and Samaria. These boys and this yeshiva and their Russia yeshiva and their Rosh yeshiva and their executive director are role models of love of Israel and love of people. It's a real Kiddush Hashem. What can I tell you? Rabbi Heshi Billet is with us. We're talking about what's happening next week on Wednesday and Thursday, and obviously we'll remind everybody as we get closer. On Wednesday and Thursday of next week, the charity campaign is going to go live to support Yeshivat Shavei Chevron. We're asking everybody to be as generous as possible, and we'll certainly ask you more and uh, ask you more often uh, next week. Uh, it will end with a special live broadcast. What I Billet points out is really important that on Thursday night, literally Erev Shabbat Chayei Sarah, uh, it'll be the middle of the night in Israel. It'll be Thursday night here in the Eastern Time Zone. We'll have an opportunity to visit Hebron. Uh, on Erev Shabbat Chayei Sarah. Obviously, it's not a real visit, but it's a great virtual visit where for those of us who have been in Hebron for Shabbat Chayei Sarah, it'll give us a taste of what's going on in the Ma'ara and, and in the city uh, during what will be obviously a more subdued Shabbat Chayei Sarah, but non- nonetheless, the biggest the Shabbat on the calendar in the holy city of Hebron, so we'll make the most of it, to say the least. Uh, so we'll remind you about that and ask everybody to uh, join our live broadcast, ask everybody to be as generous as possible. That's happening next week. Meanwhile, make sure to uh, put it on your calendar and join us Thursday night for the big finale, as that broadcast will include a lot of uh, amazing messages, wonderful guests, and incredible spirit from the holy city of Hebron. Uh, the Shiva Shavei Hebron has been around since the early 1980s and has been a very important part of one of Israel's most important and holiest cities, and that, of course, is uh, the holy city of Hebron. Rabbi Billet, uh, in general, is there a message you can give to American Jewry about this uh, topic you brought up, that coronavirus has so adversely affected the ability for certain institutions, especially important ones in Israel, to continue to survive. I know, obviously, the message is, hey, everybody, you know, still be as generous as you can. And, you know, even if it's uncomfortable, try your hardest. I get that. But is there any any special message you would give to those who may not being who may not be paying as much attention to causes during this Corona time as they did prior to it? Yeah, well, I, I first, Nachman, I just want to say something. What you were speaking about, the virtual tour, I, I participated. I'm very involved with the city of David, Ir David, and the Western Wall Tunnels. And we've had virtual tours uh, of the Ir David, the Western Wall Tunnels. And as much as we know the place, the virtual tours have been extraordinarily exciting and informational. You know, it, you know, there's no such thing as we say, Eno Domesh Mia Lareia. When you see something, it's a lot different than just hearing about something. And it really, it really pulls at the strings. And, it, you know, we're, we're, we're stuck here in America, many of us. I mean, I made Aliyah with my wife, uh, but we're back here at the moment uh, about a, a month and a half ago. But w- w- most of us are, are stuck in America because America is a red country. You can't get into Israel. Uh, and even when you go, you have to quarantine now for 12 days. It, it's, it, it, you know, and we, we have to be connected with Israel. We have to take advantage of technology. 
And when you take advantage of technology, you, you, you stay connected. And it's important to, to stay connected and to understand. The, and sometimes by staying connected, it reminds us of how important uh, Israel is. Zoom or whatever is a, a tremendous device. You see it. You, you feel it. And, 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 and it, might, it might motivate us. First of all, give, us, give ourselves a lot of chizuch. It gives us a lot of strength. And sometimes when it gives us a lot of strength, we're able to do a, a, a little bit more. Um, the fact is that um, all this, the many things that each and every one of us cares, cares about in Israel, and we all have different causes. I'm sure they're all great causes and, and important to support. Everyone is hurting, and we are hurting also. Uh, but there's some of us, are, some people are not hurting, frankly. Some people are doing well, as they were. Um, and uh, many are, but we should really, we really should feel the, a, a sense of responsibility when we see these places and we take our virtual tour. It's like, it's like being there. And we should try to be moved to help all of these important institutions. And in terms of Jewish religious life and in terms of real religious Zionism, um, you know, Jerusalem, of course, is the, um, is, uh, the center. That's where the Beis HaMikdash was. Uh, Hebron is the city where, where King David ruled, and that's where he was anointed. You know, Hebron, the Maraha Machpelah, the cave of Machpelah, Abram and Sarah, that's so important. And the Golan, we can't forget those two places. If you remember during the, uh, the concern about the Oslo Accords, there was a slogan, May Gamla Ad Yerushalayim, Gamla's in the Golan. And we know with the Syrian civil war today how important the Golan is to the Jewish people and Israel. We can't forget these places. It's our responsibility. We're not there. We can't go there. Very. It's just, it it, it moves you. Yeah, there's no question about it. And I think the physical separation that we have, and mazal tov to you and your wife, because obviously your physical separation from Israel is much less than ours because you are now an official ole. But I I think the physical separation has been uh, playing a role and people just feeling disconnected. And uh, and you're right. If, If we're able to take virtual tours, and get more connected, I think it will increase the support and the emotions that we have uh, for institutions in Israel. And everybody out there, when we talk about a virtual tour of Hebron, I mean, you'll, you'll literally next week with us on Erev Shabbat Chayi Thursday night, you'll be, you'll be feeling as if you're in the Mara, you'll be feeling as if you're on the roof of the yeshiva, you'll be seeing some amazing scenes and hearing from some great people. So please do what you can to keep uh, the holy city of Hebron strong by supporting Yeshivat Shavei Hebron. We'll remind you as we get closer. Rabbi Billet, I take this opportunity to say thank you and again wish you a mazal tov on the aliyah. I hope things are going well and uh, thanks for joining us this morning. Okay, Nachum, I just want to say two more things. First of all, I want to say that we're back in America because my wife is still working that she is a principal of Shalamis. I don't want any of the listeners to think that my wife has fallen down on her job. She's doing her <laughs> job. And the other thing I want to say is, Nachum, uh, I want to thank you because you have, you over the years, I've watched you grow in the art of media. And you have learned how to use media in the most constructive and, and, and uh, a good way for the Jewish people and for the land of Israel. And, and it's incredible that you're supporting Shabbat Hebron uh, through what you're doing. And you support so many other things. You've always been there, Nachum, for good causes. And I am really proud of you. I'm proud of Miriam, by the way, who's a, a, a wonderful uh, partner with you in, 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 in the work that you do on JM and the AM. And I want to just con- wish you continued health, nachas, from your, your, your Woodmere families 
and your other family, <laughs> and you should just be able to continue to do all the great things that you do for the Jewish people and for the land of Israel. Much appreciated. Uh, good luck to the to, to all of us next week and really uh, getting Yeshivat Shavei Hebron uh, on its feet financially, and I hope it'll be a great success. And thank you for joining us, Rabbi Billy. Thank you, Nachum. Nice to speak with you. More, well. more, more coming up. You're listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM. That was my conversation with Ari Heshi Billet, who uh, spoke about the importance of supporting Yeshivat Shavei Chevron. That does it for JM Rewind for this week. Plenty more coming up. Don't touch that dial. Keep it on NSN, the Nachum Siegel Network.